Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we share our struggles, our wins, and everything in between. I'm Benedicta, and I'm feeling kind of tired. <laughs> and I'm Benedict. Today is November 9th. This is episode 159, and I'm feeling unfocused. But unfocused. man, you like, what did you do to your voice? <laughs> Well, for one, I forgot my mic in Oslo. I'm in San Francisco for Gems.conf, where Gems.conf was over yesterday. And um, they had a little bit of an issue with the acoustics in the venue. So we've all been screaming to each other for two days straight. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely so, sounds like a totally new co-host. So welcome Totally to new co-host. Like this is the whiskey drinking, soul singing <laughs> Queen Ray <laughs> coming to you from San Francisco. Yeah, no, but it's been great. And you know, you go to, we talked about this, we go to conferences to talk to people. Um, and that was very visible. Like not many people were watching the sessions, right? Everybody was in the hallways doing the hallway track or in the rest of the venue, um, screaming at each other. Um, but <laughs> lots of great people, lots of fun conversation. And I might also be a person who speaks a little loudly. So when, when things are, when the acoustics are bad, I like speak even more loud. So it might just be me who's lost, almost lost my voice. But um, it was a really fun meeting all of the people, like so many people I've only met on Twitter and finally meeting them in, in person. And yeah, it's been a really, really good, really good couple of days. But I feel like even maybe... We went out for like a pre-conference dinner, I guess, on Saturday, because a lot of us had flown in from Europe already. And so I feel like even, you know, maybe Saturday and Sunday was even, you know, even better than the conference. <laughs> <laughs> of course. You know, those little dinners and, and meeting people in the lobby and just, you know, hanging out. So, yeah. Yeah. How did your talk go? I mean, it went, I think it went pretty good, um, but I, of course, updated my slides on Sunday within the deadline, and they did not change out my slides, so they were wrong. <laughs> so that <laughs> was a little, um, I mean, I got a little thrown, and I ended up kind of not introducing Gatsby, because I was like, I had added a new slide, and I was going to have this whole spiel about, you know, not being employed by them, and like poking a little bit fun. Um, but then that slide was gone, so I got a little confused. So my talk ended up being pretty short, um, which I don't think was bad because they were already running 15 minutes late. So that my talk got a little shorter. That was totally okay. Um, but it's going to be fun. I'm going to do it again in a week and a half, I guess, in London. And um, then I have my own computer, and my slide will be there, and uh, I can do it again. But I think it went um, it went good enough. It was uh, fun. I got I was you know. I hadn't lost my voice yet, just almost, <laughs> but uh, I brought some energy to the stage, like to the stage, like I wanted to. And there was like one guy in the audience who was like nodding and smiling. And I went up to him afterwards. I was like, "Thank you so much," because there's always nice to like have somebody sit there in the middle and be engaged. And I'm really not good at being that kind of audience member. But it looked like he went to all the sessions and he was like sitting there and he was like nodding even with his computer open, but he was like engaged. And I was like, yes, you know, so whenever I, I was a little unsure, like I looked back at this guy and I was like, yes, <laughs> let's, keep, <laughs> let's keep on keeping on. They're so not I, all asleep yet. <laughs> yeah, they're not all asleep yet. Um, yes. Yeah, so I gave him some sticker. We brought stickers out for the conference. Um, I had them delivered to the hotel and they were here. So I've had a lot of fun just handing out stickers. Ula created a Jamstack pirate, 
a super, I mean, the stickers turned out really well. It's so cool. And people loved it because it's a paper collage that we scanned. So it's very different from the other stickers people are handing out and no logo or anything on it. So I went, walked around asking people if they wanted to be a Jamstack pirate. So that went over really well. And then Lillian created a Gatsby <laughs> laptop. So I was handing on a hologram. You can go on Twitter. There's, there's a, I put a, took a photo of them. Um, but that was a good like conversation starter because you can like walk up to people and be like, hey, you want to be a Jamstack pirate? And people are like, what? And then I gave them the sticker and they were like, wow, this is awesome. Um, yeah, so that's a good, uh, that was a good, good, good tip. Because I forgot the Norwegian chocolate, so because the the tax free was closed when I was leaving Oslo. Mm, yeah, I just bought like yesterday. Bought six or seven packs of Haribo uh, gummy bears and stuff like that for MicroConf next week. So I'm I'm all stocked up on sweets. <laughs> <laughs> also good, also good. Yeah, but what's up with you, or what have you been doing? Well, I've been doing nothing but partying and talking to people. <laughs> Obviously, as one can hear. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, last week has been pretty good. Um, we wrapped up the refactoring of the message composer um, last week, and it's really nice now. I'm really happy with the code. Leo did the first pass. Um, basically, Monday to to Wednesday, and then Thursday morning, I I spent some time with the code as well, and cleaned it up even more but obviously that was the easy task after he had done like the challenging stuff <laughs> <laughs> but now it's 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 really nice it's really really modular um it's e even so modular um that the document schema that you provide when you create the editor spec like controls what features are available in the toolbars and stuff like that so um for example for messages we have the full schema but for example for our um, form submission confirmation pages. We only allow, allow like headlines and uh, a little bit of text and no images and stuff like that. So uh, the, the the image upload buttons aren't there anymore and and stuff like that. So it's really nice. Um, and I'm I'm super happy with how it turns out. Um, so this week we are working a little bit on the on the visual aspects of the of the message composer and just basically making it more tight because over the years we've added a couple additional settings and stuff like that to, to the broadcast and the campaign messages and stuff like that. So it's a little bit cluttered these days, but um, Jane came up with a nice compact implementation or compact design that we're going to implement um, that just makes better use of the screen real estate and is less less cluttered i guess so <laughs> we're implementing it this week as kind of like the last improvement we're going to make to the message composer for now um so exciting to ship this out um we also enabled the editor for everyone so it's available for everyone who signs up or uh, was a customer and nothing broke. Um, at least so far, no one complained, except for like oh. little small stuff. Um, but that was easy to fix, so um, it didn't really cause any major trouble. Um, and that I'm very happy about that. <laughs> I mean, that, so that's as good as it could be. Off. Yeah, basically. Um, let's hope it stays that way. Nothing, nothing major is hidden, and uh, will only be discovered in a couple of weeks. But 
so far so good. Um, yeah, the other thing this week is a little bit like scattered. Like it feels like, as I said, I feel unfocused because there are like a million different tasks I have to work on. Um, one thing I'm doing this week is um, doing a little bit of polish on the message topics feature that we built last week, the week before, I think the week before. Um, and we were pretty proud about finishing it within a week. Um, but reality is, of course, there are some design adjustments. So we did them this week. Um, we have to update all the docs because it's a, well, it's not a major change, but it affects a couple of parts of the documentation. So we have to change that, add new documentation about the new, the new thing overall and like small copy tweaks here and there. So we're looking at wrapping this up for good this week and then enabling it for everyone by the end of, uh, yeah, this week, basically. Um, and then the other thing I'm working on this week is, um, and if this, then that integration, which I remember like, them. I love them back in the day. <laughs> they've been around before Sapier, I think. Yeah. They've been around forever, I guess. Um, and they reached out to us, I guess what they did is like scrape Zapier's directory and just like mm -hmm. reach out to everyone <laughs> who's listed there. Because they were basically, hey, we saw you've got a Zapier integration. Why don't you have an integration with, with us? And at first we were like, yeah, I don't like, mm, I don't know. Because from their positioning, I always consider them as a more of a, a B2C tool. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know, you can control your vacuum and I don't know, your microwave and, and stuff like that. And we didn't really see the point of building a user list integration because, uh, yeah, why would we? Like the, the, the overlap in audiences isn't that big. But then we figured, hey, maybe we can get listed in their marketplace and get a backlink to the website and stuff like that. So we're basically doing this for the backlink. And um, I think you'll be surprised because when it comes to those kinds of integrations, because I've talked to my like accounting company and or accounting software. I'm like, can you please make a Sapier integration? And they're like, what would you need that for? And I'm like, you don't even know what I would be <laughs> able to, you know, I, I might not be able to like tell you exactly right now, but like, I know there, if it's there, I will come up with use cases because, or I already had some of course, but it's something like when it's there and people see it, like people will make, fun stuff or useful stuff uh it's like hard to predict if it's gonna be something they use or not with these kind of integrations yeah that's that's true but still like i i again like i don't think didn't you put out a demo to, didn't you put out a demo today where like you get a new subscriber and your lights will blink or something yeah, that's basically the only use case I could come up with. But that uh, is a great a new... use case. What if you have like a sales team or whatever and they're doing a campaign and you know you can have a little blinking thing in your office whenever there's a new sign up? Yeah, so that's the, that basically the prototype uh, implementation. Yeah. It's not deployed yet. It's just local on my machine. But basically the full stack example of um, of this was connected to user list uh, and to my office lights, uh, Philips Hue lights. And whenever a new subscriber is created, the office lights blink, <laughs> which is kind of fun, but uh, it's a little bit goofy. Yeah. You don't think end, whenever um, there's a new subscriber, people want to turn on their vacuums? 
Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> try that as well. <laughs> Never more fun to see, but Anyways. at least you get that backlink, like you said. Yeah, I hope we we get one. At least that's we, we asked for one when we started building it. Let's hope mm. we get it. But if not, as again, like our Zapier integration is pretty powerful. It does a lot of things, but we decided we we not going to do all of this with uh if this and that because it it's just too much work for a probably relatively low reward so we're only going to use stuff like um for user first scene and user list and then maybe user joins a segment or user leaves a segment because i feel like that's the that's the only three useful things i can come up with that you can connect to other services that are on the platform um, because I don't know, wh yeah, what would you send like all the user data data to uh, to your vacuum? Does your vacuum need to know the email addresses of all your customers? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. So, it does. Um, we're it keeping does it super simple. It does. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm just it does. Kidding. I'm um, just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's what I'm I, I did today. Probably going to wrap it up tomorrow um to not spend a lot of time on it it's basically like a, a small fun project in between other stuff yeah um and that's about it uh basically wrapping wrapping up this week then and uh heading to microconf next week so we won't be recording next week yes we won't be recording next week because i will be too busy talking to people and losing my and voice then, <laughs> and then yes and then the week after you don't have your voice yeah, I'm going to keep working. So what was kind of fun with Jamstack Conf is that two of the people we work with were there. So Cloudinary, who we were helping with their Gatsby plugins, they have a booth, like they have a booth at all of these conferences. And the two people we are in contact with at, with at Cloudinary were the people manning the booth. So that was really nice. And nice. I felt like I had a home yeah. to go back to. Like whenever I was like, oh, I have no friends now. I'm like, okay, I went back to the Cloudinary booth and uh, talked to Colby and Balash. And that was you know, it's nice to just have somewhere to head back to where you knew there was somebody that you like and that, that right. like you, you know, yeah. a little bit of a home. And then also Seda, who is sponsoring the Prunier Follow Project, they were there and they didn't get a boot, but their head of product, Alex, walked around with his Seda backpack and like covered it in Seda swag. So he was like a <laughs> walking Seda booth, which was, I thought that was like a fun, <laughs> fun <clears throat> solution when they didn't have the boots. So I got to meet and hang out with them as well. And it's always nice to like meet the people you work with in, in person and get a little bit of uh, more of that connection. And uh, while we yeah. were hanging out at, at uh, Jamstack.conf, Seda's uh, engineering team launched a transaction API, which I've been waiting for because I will solve, because I import all of, um, all, of, all, of your follow, all of the people you follow when you sign up for um, your follows. And then I want to, re-import them and kind of overwrite but do an upsert and not an, a complete overwrite um because i saved some extra things on on the um on the record and uh, so that was launched yesterday and i think the sdk version is launched today so when i have my three hour um, layover in munich tomorrow i hope to be able to get that done so we can do a soft launch with a unfollow friday campaign on friday this week so that that um, nice. yeah, I'm hoping I've I played around with it when it was you know so I think it's gonna be um, a kind of a quick fix in the in the code that I already have 
And that could be a fun, fun little soft launch, like on the heels of Jamstack.conf, you know, we have something to launch. And then also, interestingly, even though I was like, I'm not going to talk about POW because I don't do anything on POW, but I had a very cool conversation with a new uh, back, like encrypted backend. The backend I'm using is kind of like nothing is happening. The founder is not really focusing on it anymore. Um, so I've been a little wary. I'm a little uncertain and about like the future of the product. So I was talking to to um, to this guy who's focusing more, I guess, on enterprise and compliance sector. So people who have to comply uh, with HIPAA and like different American laws where you have to encrypt, but they do cover the same kind of needs and. And uh, he might be interested in kind of like a DevRel type project like we're doing with Pruner Follows. And I fi find that mm. with Pow, I didn't want to, I wouldn't want to have, you know, like female product sponsors because that would kind of feel like selling out, you know, you're selling people's, you know, selling the encrypted, I don't know, it just feels wrong. But like if I yeah. had like a sponsored by or powered by the tech that I'm using, like that doesn't feel kind of wrong for my users it would just benefit them because then I would, you know, have the time to um, work more on it. So it's very early days, but it was like, uh, now that I've done it once, I was like, oh, I can do this again. Like, I was like, yeah, we usually do it like so-and-so. Usually that one time <laughs> we did it. <laughs> um, so I'm going to follow up with him and see see if something comes out of that. Um, so that, you know, conferencing, it, it networking, it uh, helps. It actually works. It actually works, who knew? <laughs> or yeah, I guess we all knew, cool. we just haven't been able to for, for such a long time. Yes, it's been a while. Yes. Yeah, and I think um, I think in-person conferences, like with the acoustics and stuff, I think a little bit of institutional knowledge about how to do these things were, were a little lost right. during, the, during the pandemic. Um, but yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing your experience from Micropop. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. It will be my first conference in three and a half years, something like that. No, actually, exactly three years, I guess. 2019 was the last time I was at a conference. So, yeah, looking forward to it, but also kind of nervous because I'm not used to this anymore. <laughs> you will just have walk around like collect your gummy bears and be like, here you go, here you go, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. I can be social. I know how to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I don't hate people. I I I just not used I'm just just not used to being around people. Um yeah. Anyways, um what's what's up for the rest of the week? Are you flying back tomorrow or today or are you staying so longer in San Francisco? Time zones are hard. Um so I'm staying yeah. I'm leaving tonight, but that doesn't really, you know, translate to anyone listening. Um, and then I end up, you know, because the time zones, I end up like landing at home, like, like even like a day, like a date after, like even in the middle of the night. So it's a little weird. Like I leave Wednesday night and then I arrive Thursday in the middle of the night or something like that. It's uh, yeah, time. So I just, I'm giving up on time zones. I just look at the <laughs> calendar thing, but Michelle Hansen, um, from the slow and steady pod, pod not so the so social podcast. She, um, software social. Sorry, I am tired. She recommended this time shifter app, so I'm testing that on the way home, where you like put in your flights and it will give you the optimal 
kind of sleep awake times until you're home to beat jet lag. Nice. So right now it says I should have coffee and light. So I'm going to go out for some coffee and light um, after this. Um, and then Very I'm good. having lunch with uh, Jeff from Outsera that we interviewed on the show last week or a couple of weeks back because he's also in San Francisco f- for another conference. So awesome. That's, Please say yes. hi for me. <laughs> I will. I will. I think it will be it will be fun. I've you know I've I've talked to him for for years also online. So it's all good. It's all good. And then it's back to the grind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, it's not. It's yeah, back well, to the grind for a week, and then there's another conference in London, and then yes, more fun. Yes, and then and then it's Christmas, and then it's the New Year. Basically, yeah. What have you even done in 2022? Three. The, the year's almost over. That's true. Yeah. Well, see you around the interwebs. And everyone else. Yep. And, uh, see you.